is Sophie Lawson from sophielawson.com and this is episode 32 of the So Free Art podcast which is a little podcast I do each week about art and things and this one's going to be about Inktober 2018 days 1 to 5 because Inktober started on Monday and I've been drawing along with it and I thought it might be quite good to do a little podcast about it so that's the main topic the little art tip is going to be a little thing I do when I'm doing realistic pencil drawings. When I'm drawing them freehand, it's a little tip I use, um, and all you need is a little sheet of paper. So that's going to be this week's little art tip. You can find show notes and everything for the podcast at sophiedawson.com, and you can also find me on YouTube at youtube.com slash sophielawson, and I just put up a new video about Inktober, which kind of goes along with this podcast. Um, but let's jump in. Oh, I might also at the end talk about, because I watched a video on YouTube about with Elon Musk, and he was talking about he, he's got like a fear of, he thinks it's inevitable that AI is going to take over. And it kind of made me start thinking about something, which I might talk about right at the very end of the podcast. But let's jump into this week's main topic which is Inktober 2018 and the first five days and I've wrote a little blog post which I'll put in the show notes and what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to work I'm just going to like read through the little blog post but because there were some things in there which I like didn't really talk about and I started the blog post by saying plans what plans because this often happens when I do art challenges is that you can you spend like a, a few days before the challenge trying to plan everything about what you're going to do. But what normally happens is, as soon as you start the challenge, all your plans sort of go out the window. But I do feel like the plans are never wasted. <laughs> um, because like, even though I'm not doing what I plan to do, I'm still sort of doing what I did plan to do, <laughs> which is a bit weird. Because I plan to draw a little Sophie every single day. 31 days and I was going to draw her like cosplaying video game characters but what I've ended up doing is I've ended up doing doing two little drawings each day and one of them is like a straight copy of a reference photo of video game character Um, and the other one is a little Sophie but it's more of like a free flowing one so whereas the I'm doing sort of two little drawings one is it almost feels a bit like a realistic pencil drawing, but instead of doing pencils, it's with ink. Um, and then the other one, which is the Lil Sophie, that feels more like um, sort of like doing a gesture drawing or sketching. It's much more. There's no. There's not. It's not a strict. Um, so like one of them is focusing on the details, and the other one is more about capturing like a gesture and the essence. So it's kind of worked quite well. And the reason I did that was because when I first started the challenge on day one, I just realised that I I kind of didn't really know what I was doing with the inks. And I already knew I didn't know what I was doing, but I didn't realise how much I didn't know what I was doing, <laughs> which is quite funny. But So I, I, I decided that what I wanted to do was to try to get a feel for how the inks work. Instead of trying to do too many things at once with the one drawing, I decided to do one drawing focusing on the details which with that one I don't really have to think too much 
I can just copy what I'm seeing. Um, and then the other one, I can be a bit more creative with it. Um, so it kind of just works quite well. So on day one, I did, well, on days one, two, three, four, and five, I did five little Persona 4 characters, um, Chie, Yukiko, Nanako, Risei, and Naoto. And they are like, like Persona 4 is my favourite video game of all time. It's, it's actually Persona 4 is the game that introduced art into my life. So without Persona 4, I probably wouldn't have started drawing. And I feel like, because whenever I do these challenges, I always end up drawing Persona 4 characters. <laughs> um, and like, my goal one day is to be, to be able to create my own versions of these characters. Because at the moment, I'm still really just copying photos. Um, but one day I want to be able to be able, <laughs> one day I want to be able to be able to create a completely original drawing of these characters because um, I just love drawing these characters and then the other five days what I ended up doing was I ended up looking at different artists artists that I've not seen before and I would look at these artists and I would find one of their drawings that I really liked or a sketch and I would turn it into a little Sophie um, and I'll put links in the show notes to all of the drawings I did it's probably better to look at the video because on the video I look at each of these artists and I look I show some of their artwork um, and it's I just I feel like these artists are amazing and I'm just one of the main things I love about Inktober so far is the amount of new artwork that I'm finding so this is actually quite fun because I'm finding new artists and I'm also practicing how to draw Lil Sophie and I'm also practicing how how to draw with inks so there's quite a lot of different things that I'm learning in just these one drawings and I also found a load more because what I was doing was when I was sharing my images on Instagram and stuff I was looking at the um, I was looking at the Instagram hashtags and it's just amazing how many different drawings are being created and if this is what I love as well about looking at other people's art is there's two things one is everybody's art is completely different and it's just it's quite exciting to see everybody's art and see what people are doing but what I noticed was yeah um I think it was yesterday I was looking at this artwork and I suddenly got this real sense that the artist is inside the drawing um, and it's hard to explain but I just got this feeling that like every because everybody's artwork is completely different I think that is because the every single artist is completely different but it is like there's some part of the artist in the drawing and I can't really explain what it is but I, I just really felt it and it was a really nice feeling so that's something else I'm really enjoying as well is just like looking through the hashtags and what I've done is I've allowed myself 30 minutes at the end of the day to look at the hashtags and it's just I'm just finding a load of new artists because of Inktober but some of the things I learnt this week, which I quickly wrote about on the blog post but didn't really explain, I'll talk about them now. So the first thing I said was that it takes ages to find something to draw each day. And I feel like this is a mistake that I've been doing. Is What I've done is each day I've been going onto the computer to try to find something to draw. And I think what might be a better way to do it is to 
at the start of each week maybe spend two hours like finding loads of images at once so that each day you can just jump into the drawing because if at the way I'm doing it at the moment finding the artwork each day it just means I'm spending like about an hour before I can actually start drawing I'm spending an hour trying to find what to draw um, and it is fun like trying to find what to draw but I don't really want to be spending an hour every day doing that <laughs> so that's the first thing the second thing I said was that you discover so many new inspiring artists being part of in Inktober and I've sort of talked about that already something else I said about is that I've I've found and I, I randomly found this is a neat little trick in Photoshop where you can turn any photo into like an ink drawing friendly version and I can't really explain this it's but I covered it in the video um, I walked through it on Photoshop but all it is is you, you get a photo and one of the filters in Photoshop you can turn any image into like a black and white it almost looks like a line art drawing and so what I've been doing is I've been printing that I've been printing that out and putting it side by side with my sketchbook and that's how I've been doing my little drawings um, so that's worked really quite well the next thing I said was that ink drawing is a lot like realistic pencil drawing and what this is about is I've noticed that a lot of the skills that I've learnt from pencil drawings they actually translate almost directly into inking and I never thought that was what it was going to be like um, because when I've done like digital well actually when I did the digital painting I felt the same thing is that a lot of the traditional pencil drawing skills they helped me like get into the digital painting and I feel like the same thing has happened here with inking so I'd almost say that this highlights how the main skill with drawing is probably pencil drawings um, it's almost like pencil drawing is the foundation of everything else so digital painting if you've got good paint, uh, pencil skills it kind of helps you with the digital and I think the same thing is happening with the inking um, and almost with traditional painting it's almost the same because a lot of the paintings they start with a pencil drawing and I feel like the pencil drawing is probably the foundation of most artwork so if the pencil drawing is good it means that if your skills with these things you're putting on top of the pencil aren't as good it almost I feel like it would probably be better to have really good pencil drawing skills and not so good art um, and not so good say inking or digital painting skills rather than have really good digital painting skills or inking skills but not so good pencil drawing skills because if you've not got good pencil drawing skills but you've got really good like inking but your inking is based off the pencil drawing that means the pencil drawing is going to affect the inking so that it's not going to look as good because the pencil drawing wasn't as good like the foundation whereas if it goes the other way if you have a really good pencil drawing but your inking isn't as good I feel like that would be better because the pencil drawing is still going to show through um, I don't know if that makes sense but that's sort of something I learnt um, something else I said was that drawing your own characters is so much fun 
and this is something I've learned through the other challenges as well. For like, I spent probably about three years doing nothing but pencil, uh, realistic pencil drawings, and once I started designing my own characters, which is Lil Sophie, it just becomes so much more fun, and it makes me feel like this is what I want to be doing in the future, is designing my own characters. So that's something else I've learnt. I've also said, I also said that it feels scary knowing you're committing to a line and can't erase it. And that's the thing with inking, is with pencil drawings, even with realistic pencil drawings, you can commit to a line, but you kind of, in the back of your head, you know that if you do mess it up, you can erase it, but you can't do that with fine liners. Um, and that's quite scary, actually, because some of the lines you have to, you have to, like, I feel like the lines are going to look sexier if you're confident, because you can do the long sweeping lines. But like, if there's any doubt as you're doing that line, I think it will show through. So it is, it is a little bit scary for me, knowing that when I'm putting the inks down, I'm not going to be able to erase them. There is a moment that's kind of similar with realistic pencil drawings. And that's right at the end when you're doing the hair. Um, like if you have strands of hair that come off the face, those lines have to be, those are the lines that have to be the most confident because you want to have like long sweeping lines as if it's hair that's out of control. And because that's going over the top of the face, which you've spent hours drawing, you're not going to really be able to erase that line. So that's kind of a moment that's kind of similar to this liner, the, the scary feeling that I get from working with the inks. The next thing I said was that Darwin Graphics fine liners are amazing, especially the 0.1. And before I started this challenge, I thought I was going to be using a Tombow brush pen. But as I started um, working with all the different tools that I had, I realised that what I actually wanted was the smallest tip I could get because because I was working so because I'm working so small in the sketchbook. Um, I I want to have a really thin fine liner, and the Darwin one is a 0.1, and it's just working really well. And again, this is almost making it feel a bit like doing realistic pencil drawings, um, working with the mechanical pencils. But those Darwin graphics fine liners are really amazing. I'll put a link in the show notes and what's really nice about them, which I show on the video, is they come in this little package but it looks really nice. It's like a grey and black um, flower pattern like little wallet and it just looks really cool. That was one of the main reasons why I bought them to be honest. <laughs> um, the next thing I said is that if you erase too soon you'll smudge the ink and the thing is I I still find myself doing this even though I know, I think I haven't made it a habit yet, but when I finished the inking, I've still got the pencil showing and there's part of me that just wants to quickly erase the pencil so I can see what it looks like, but I haven't learnt yet how long it takes for the inks to dry and I keep, as I'm erasing the pencils, I keep smudging some of my ink, especially little dots like little details, they seem to smudge the most. Um, but something I have found that's quite helpful is I've got this mono eraser pen, which I spoke about 
on one of the very first podcasts in when I was looking at my favourite art tools and I didn't I didn't realise but this is a really good tool for erasing with fine liners because because it's got um, such a fine tip and you can use it like a pencil you can actually go in and erase the pencil from the edge of the ink without really making contact with the ink um, and it just works really well so that's quite a little good thing I've learnt <laughs> the final thing I said for the first five days of Inktober was some of the same rules apply as when using pencils like working top to bottom and left to right if right handed to avoid smudging and this is something that I think it's sometimes it feels obvious but it's something that I often forget and that is when you're doing a drawing and it appears as that it's the same rules for inking is it's always it's actually my first art teacher who said this before she told me I always used to work like all over the place but um she said a good thing to do is to work from for me because I'm right-handed is to work top left and work down the page like that because then your hand is never going to be on top of what you've just drawn and the same thing works with the fine liners so that was quite a good little thing to learn and I think that's it really the rest of the blog post talks about like what I've been doing um, and it talks about the next seven days and what I'm thinking about doing for the next seven days of Inktober is carrying on copying other artists drawings and turning them into Lil Sophie but I'm thinking about instead of doing Persona 4 drawings I'm thinking about doing seven Thundercat drawings because as a kid I loved th- the Thundercats and I just had this random thought last week uh, that um, Thundercat characters would look really good in ink especially using that Photoshop filter that I've been doing so I'm going to give that a go later today and see if it looks good and if it does I'm going to do seven Thundercat drawings <laughs> so I think that would be quite fun and I might talk about that on next week's podcast I'm not sure yet but I think I think the podcasts for October might be all about Inktober just like things I've learnt and stuff so that is basically this week's main topic it's all about Inktober the first five days <laughs> and that means it is time for this week's little art tip of the week and it's a really little one this week and it is all about something when I'm doing realistic pencil drawings but I'm not using a grid so I'm using them I'm drawing freehand a good little thing I've done or I've learned to um, help me with my proportions is what I'll do is I'll have a little bit of paper by my side and as I'm drawing Let's say I'm drawing a, an eye freehand. I'll draw the I'll draw the eye very lightly with the pencil, and then if I look at it, and I think I'm not sure if that's quite right. What I do is I get this little bit little bit of paper, and I'll put it on top of the reference image, and using the pencil, I'll just mark the beginning of the eye and the end of the eye. So you've got like two little dots on your paper on the edge of the paper. And then what I'll do is, I'll take that piece of paper and I'll put it on top of my eye that I've just drawn. And I'll line the two little dots up and I'll see if they like sync up with what I've drawn. And what you'll notice is that most of the time it actually does, but every so often it, it doesn't. And so it's, it's quite good just to 
do this all the time really just to sometimes it gives you confidence because you think I've actually got that perfect and that's quite a nice feeling um, but other times you think you've got it right and you're actually quite a long way off and that happens quite a lot it's when you think you've got it wrong that you haven't um, and then when you think you've done it right you you haven't <laughs> it's quite funny that so that's this week's little art tip it's basically all about always having a little bit of paper with you so that you can just check your measurements as you're drawing and I think all these little art tips they are going to be ending up on YouTube at, at the moment I'm focusing on Inktober but like in next month and stuff I'm going to be turning all these art tips into YouTube videos and I think these will work better on video as well because I'll be able to demonstrate them so that is this week's little art tip and now I was going to quickly talk about something which is a video I saw on YouTube where Joe Rogan was interviewing Elon Musk and I'll put links in the show notes to that as well but on the on this little video he was Elon Musk was talking about how he thinks it is inevitable that AI is now going to take over and that ultimately what will happen is we will end up like our consciousness will end up getting put inside of the computer um but what and he he sort of thinks that this could be this could go quite in a bad way um but also could go in quite a good way but he seemed to be sort of a bit upset that it was happening but this made me think about something and i'm only going to i'll talk about this briefly but if i look it just made me feel like that the past is the future because ever since i started lucid dreaming it's kind of opened up this big like rabbit hole that i've jumped into um and it covers so many things and it's one of the things is it it sort of takes you down looking at ancient civilizations and stuff and i just have this feeling that with ai if we do end up putting ourselves into the ai like our consciousness I have this strange feeling that that which is the future will end up becoming the past and I almost wonder whether like somehow maybe in the future we time travel backwards in time and become like Egyptians or something and that's how we make the pyramids and stuff but the reason I say this is because like with lucid dreaming it just makes me feel like reality isn't it or that reality is like a dream and if you look at all the ancient civilizations and stuff they all they were all very spiritual and they all believed that like we are basically a spirit inside of a physical body but that just sounds so much to me like putting our consciousness inside of like a robot it almost fit, it to me it sounds like the same thing so i'm almost wondering whether what's happening here is we are in a cycle where we keep putting ourselves into this thing and which sort of like resets puts ourselves back to where we started where we don't know we've put ourselves in it and then what happens is we just spend years and years realizing that we're inside of it or no we end up spending years and years creating something that we can put ourselves into but that ends up and um, putting us back where we started it's quite hard for me to explain but um, I just, I had this feeling that it is, we are stuck in this cycle 
And so this kind of links in with what I said last week on the podcast, where I said about how I feel like I have a creator who is dreaming me. And so I am like the dream character for this creator. But that to me would be like the creator is, the creator would be like me if in the future I was to put myself into this robot, my consciousness in the robot would be like a dream. So it almost makes me feel like AI could start to explain what is going on with the dreams and all these different realities and stuff. So it was just something I I thought about. I don't know if it makes sense, but it also goes back to the other thing I said on one of the other podcasts about how I played PlayStation VR for the first time a few months ago. And it just, that experience made me feel like this is so... That too was so much like a lucid dream where it was real or it wasn't real but it felt so real. It just felt so much like a dream and that's when I started thinking that like dreams could be like a virtual reality and then when you start thinking that in the future we could put our consciousness into a robot with like AI it just start you start to think maybe what's happened here is in the past we put ourselves into this body and we didn't realise it. We don't realise it now because maybe we put ourselves into it and like forgot that we did it. And maybe the whole point of life is to work out what you did so you can get yourself out of it. And maybe you got to get yourself out of it before you put yourself back into it in the future, into another one. Because what I, what I was thinking was, if we do put our consciousness into a robot, and like say the same thing happened again like that you'll get you're then going to get deeper and deeper away from what you really are because if it is the way that I think it is in that we keep doing this over and over again that would mean that even if we woke up from this life and became the creator that creator would have done the same thing and so that you would then have to spend years as that creator trying to work out how if you had done it again and then that creator would then wake up and but maybe the same thing has kept happening and that kind of goes into what I said last week on the podcast about how I think my creator has its own creator and it keeps going backwards until you get to the original source so that's just something I'm thinking about it just fascinates me how um, I'm realizing or I'm noticing how everything seems to be linked like all the scientists with the quantum the quantum (laughs) All the scientists with like quantum theories and stuff, all the ancient civilizations and like um, all the spiritual people and stuff, and all the lucid dreaming and everything, it, they all seem to be saying the same thing. And I just feel like it's all going to end up going to the same point. So it just fascinates me and I'm just really enjoying like working, trying to work out what is going on because it's quite, to me, it, it just feels quite obvious that something isn't right with like our reality it just feels like there's something that we're missing Um, and it feels like you're inside of it almost feels to me like we are a piece of a puzzle inside a big puzzle and we're trying to work out what the image of the puzzle is with only our little piece and that's what it feels like to me and it's i just finding it quite um exciting really so that was just something i thought i'd throw at the end of the podcast and i do believe that that is it for this week's podcast 
So you can find show notes and everything at sophielawson.com. If you have any comments or anything you'd like to talk about on the podcast, you can send me a message at sophielawson.com slash contact or you can go to my YouTube at youtube.com slash sophielawson and um, post a comment in one of the podcasts. And all that's left now is this week's inspirational quote. And it actually goes to one of the artists that I found this week. And it's Genevieve FT. And the quote is, You need to show your creation to the world. Genevieve FT.